Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Lots to talk about. Been a busy day, but Carrie, it's what I do for the people. You know what I'm saying? I know you do. Uh, we try to do that for the people. So today, we've got um, Hal Lansky. Now, I don't know how Sam and Monica made this happen, but I'm glad they made it happen. It's awesome. Sam, how did you make that happen, by the way, Hal Lansky? Well, we are magic, so. You made it happen through magic. Well, good. Good stuff. Um, it's great. He is the son of the man that was the clothier to Elvis Presley. And it's awesome because we've got like the shot is from his shop in Memphis. So make sure that you're watching as well as listening when we have this. The guitar is behind him. He actually holds up a shirt that uh, that he, they made for Elvis and uh, a bunch of pictures that I put in there as well. So make sure you stick around for that. That'll be hour two. Hal Lansky will be on. We'll have Grover Norquist on hour three from ATR.org, the um, AmericansforTaxReform.org. They've got all the information you need on this this tax bill that the Congress just pushed up to Biden. So uh, did he sign that today? Do we know? Yes, he did. Okay, so so that's it. Uh, everybody's going to see a tax increase now. And Grover Norquist uh, will tell you how that happens. Got a PAGS parody for you. And we put one in the can for tomorrow. And I did Roger Stone's show. Carrie, you know what I'm saying? I'm bringing wow. it for the people. Yes, you are. You are working it. The people, I have brought in it. So uh, make sure you stick around. Today's the day to make sure you're listening on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. Hi. 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 That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing? Okay. Polo's making it happen. Sam's in the house. So that's it's just magic? That was it. Now you haven't seen the shot, Sam, and you haven't seen. I've, I edited in all the all the pictures too, so it's pretty good. I'm very excited to hear this. Just a nice guy too. Just a nice guy. He's like, "Can I tell another story?" I'm like, "Yes, I wanted to hear another story, absolutely." You know what I mean, Carrie? Sometimes you got to get away from it. I absolutely can relate to that. But again, not a big Elvis fan. I mean, you know of Elvis. You don't I mean, dislike the guy, as, right? No, I thought he was pretty cool. Pretty not cool. Not as big wow. as you. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he was good. I was 11 when he died. I was uh, just very upset. I, I cried for like a week. I'm like, what is this? That can't be. It's the king. And you know what really bothered me? The headline was the king is dead. It just felt like so. What do you say? It nicer well, than that. The king has died. I mean, something like that. The king is dead. So it was very, uh, it was very uh, final, but obviously death is. Although, he's a bigger star today probably than he ever was back then, which is very interesting. Um, the movie is out now. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it soon. And I'm going to try to put, put aside the fact that I know the guy doesn't look that much like him, in my opinion. But uh, from what I understand from everybody, they've seen it like four different times. They, they loved it. So we'll see. We'll check out the movie. But the resurgence of, of Elvis because of the movie is actually kind of cool. Now, do your kids know of Elvis? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'll have to go and ask them. I don't know. I mean, we they may. have talked about Elvis Presley. I think, I want to say yes, they do, because he was so iconic. Um, 
So I'm going to say yes, but I'll have to ask. Most people think he's just the shaky leg guy, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't anything else there. Mm-hmm. He, he made like like 35 or 40 movies, he did, which is yeah. crazy if you think about that. Plus, he did, um, uh, I think, six or seven days a week in Vegas for like years, which was crazy as well. And it ended up killing him, and they burned him out early. He was 42 when he died, which is crazy. So we've got uh, the clothier, or the son of the clothier. I guess he says he was the delivery boy for the king because his his father, after Elvis got really famous, his father would make the clothes, and then this, then Hal would deliver them to Graceland, mm, wow. which is all very cool. All right, we'll get into that. Let's solve the parody controversy right here and right now because um, yesterday I opened it up to the people. Carrie, I told the people, you know, go, I, I want to definitely get your parody ideas. Yeah. Do me that favor. Let's do parody ideas, but don't write me any lyrics, not even one line. People could not find could not find it within themselves to not send me even one line. <laughs> They're like, hey, the first line can be Bubba Doo. Again, so, um, and again, I love them like brothers and sisters. You know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here I am thinking to myself, well, I'm not going to get angry. It's fine. They can do that. I'm just not going to pay any attention to it. Um, the vast majority of the people, what do you think they suggested? I'm going to say Key Largo. The vast majority. I mean... Like dozens of people said, mm-hmm. you've got to do Key Largo. Yeah. Now, those who suggested Key Largo don't get any credit if I do it because I'm go- I was going to give away a T-shirt if your idea was a unique idea that I was going to do. But as I said on the show yesterday, that was my initial first thought. Let me do Key Largo by Bertie Higgins. And my daughters were like, who's Bernie Higgins? No, it's Bertie, like Bert, but they made it Bertie. Um, and Sam was like, no, it's horrible. Don't do it. Right, Sam? Right. I may or may not have taken your advice. In fact, I probably didn't. And um, it just made sense. The hook of the song is so easy. Now, a couple of things. Song is higher than I sing, so I take it down like an octave. And um, and just listen to the words. Now, I'm pretty sure I bleeped out the one part. There is a bleep in it. Carrie, it always makes it better when there's a bleep. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. But it is a slower song. Now, I've done some slow songs before that I thought were pretty good. I think Have Yourself a, a COVID Little Christmas I think that was one of my best, to be honest, vocally. But um, I, don't, I was I was hesitant, and I, plus I had to take all the background singers out and sing all the background parts myself, which you love. You love when I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my favorite. And at one point, there's um, the "We Had It All" part that's sung by a woman, and I didn't have a woman available to sing it. And I thought about singing like a woman, and I and I did it a couple, of, and I didn't. Then I took it. I was like, nah, let me just sing in my oh, voice. Okay, that's probably for the best. But it was actually it was it made me laugh. <laughs> Which might have made the listener laugh. So, the rate of Mar-a-Lago, and by the way, if those uh, if those of you are, are who are who watch me on Roger Stone are tuning in now, thank you. Um, I was on Roger Stone's uh, show over on Frank TV uh, just a little while ago, and we told people how to come and check my show out. So, um, I, I had to do this parody. It's been too long, and this one came together very quickly. So, yes, it is based on Key Largo. I think I just call it Mar-a-Lago. And by the way, can people, um, Kokomo, Mar-a-Lago does not fit in Kokomo. Mar-a-Lago is four syllables. Kokomo is three. Why do people keep sending me that? We're not going to say the Mar-a-Lago? No. The Kokomo? It sounds right to them, I guess. In Mar-a-Lago. I mean, what do I do? I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want to. But it's just not coming together. And there was there was another one that was suggested a few times as well. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I was stunned by how many people were sending me Key Largo. Yeah. So let's do it. Carol, let's just pull the Band-Aid off. Please. Let's get it over with. Uh, do you have the picture up? Oh, oh, hold on. 
Please get the picture. I have sent Carrie a picture of one John Bon Jovi because she's got such a stank face on when I do my parodies. <laughs> this actually this actually fixes it to an extent. And um, and if I do go to you on camera because I'm recording these yes. so I can put it online later, okay. um, I would like for you not to I, – because I, mean, I, I think you're attractive. But when my parodies are on, I don't know, not so much. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying okay. to help you here actually. Got it. All right? Mm, there we go. All right. So uh, – <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Pags parody, Mar-a-Lago. Let's go. Well, I hope this is the one where I bleeped it out. It'd be bad if I didn't. And yes, I do not sing in the range of Bernie Higgins, or even Bernie Higgins. Let's go. In a warm South Florida summer, they weren't warned. Oh, no. Didn't see it coming. For years, Trump's been scorned. Then, early morn that Monday, peace was breached. FBI marched on in. Now, Garland should be impeached. Bring it now. They searched it all. Bedrooms, bathrooms, down the hall. Search it all. Got it signed up by some landlord. Even took all their passports. It's crazy that they did. Pretend Trump has stuff hid. They did this all to help old Joe. Rated Mar-a-Lago. Come on, man, it just fits. They took a bunch of boxes. Their reasons were rough. Hit Melania's closet. Why'd they go through her stuff? If they were concerned, <laughs> why the wait so long? I stretched concerned out to four syllables. This was about politics, which makes it so very wrong. Let's go. They got it all. They got it all. Down the hole. This really was a shit show. A what? Raiding Mar a Lago. Garland is a dweeb. Garland is a dweeb. Politics is what he sees. I bet you know he'd do it again. Anything to help I am. Now, just to let you know, for those other radio stations that all freaked out, the word shit is heard in the song. I promise the beep got the rest of it. There you go, Carrie, right? Okay. Well, you did it. <laughs> okay. You did it. You did it. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Not, I, you know, I, I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was bad. Wow. What? I, I know. All right. 
That Bon Jovi picture does wonders with you, I think. (laughs) Oh, good. Now, I can't ask Polo. He's not there. He's off doing something, so I can't ask him. Sam, what do you think? You didn't like the original song. Was it a waste or no? You liked it. You know, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I think you did a great job. So I take back what I said. It was as boring as I said it was. It's still pretty boring, but to be able to relate it to the Mar-a-Lago raid, I felt pretty good that I could put the words together. And to be be honest, I did it quickly. Um, The harmonies were kind of a pain in the ass, but um, because all the harmonies in the song are, are women singing so picking yeah, them out and, and I kept out what waiting they were. for I kept waiting for that voice too no it yeah. wasn't gonna happen yeah no I mean but there's a cut where I sing the girl part yeah we need to hear that <laughs> that's been buried mm. that's in the vault Mm-mm. and it's not coming out okay but uh, but I had a good time doing it I thought I had to do a Mar-a-Lago parody and I gotta be honest with you um I'll still give a t-shirt to somebody if I use one of the alternatives there a few people suggested Bon Jovi yes mm. and I was nice and I didn't do that Mm-mm. um and, and there are a couple of other ones that I think actually could do well um but and the Mar-a-Lago thing's not going away so Kokomo could be but I, I don't know I, I can't fit Mar-a-Lago in there um but but we'll, we'll see all right, so Brad immediately says, Miss Carrie likes it, I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like putty, Brad. I, I don't understand. <sighs> so there you go. Your thoughts about that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Yeah, I'll take your phone calls until the bottom on, on the parody. Also, if you want to let me know on Twitter, you can send me an email. Just go to JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom, click on uh, click on contact. Twitter, Getter, Truth, I'm on all of those. Just look for me, and uh, we'll come back with your thoughts. Hopefully you liked it. I had a good time doing it. Joe Pag Show, coming right back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Your thoughts on my parody, Mar-a-Lago, in a moment. If you missed it, we'll play it again probably one more time later in the show. I'm not going to do it every hour, but maybe an hour two or hour three. We'll see. Busy, busy show. The clothier to Elvis Presley. His son will be on from Memphis, from his store. It's kind of amazing. Next hour, stick around for that. And Grover Norquist, hour number three. We take about um, total financial. The clock is ticking. Congress just pushed this bill to spend a bunch more money. The president just signed it. You know, the government never runs out of money. just keeps on taking more from us. We, however, can run out of money. So if you reach your debt ceiling, if you're buried in bills and trying to keep up with the credit cards, the signature loans, the internet loans, and the timeshares, get off the treadmill now. Get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial has been doing a great job for 15 years helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments in half. Don't believe me? No problem. Give them a call. 800 833-9444. Total Financial Freedom will be there to answer your questions. Plus, mention my name and get the free book, Debt Dietitian. Again, that free book is waiting for you when you call Total Financial Freedom. Uh, There are a bunch of like-minded people going to look to help you out. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. Total Financial Freedom is waiting for your call. 1-800-833-9444. Ask for the free book. Mention my name. 800-833-9444. Make that happen right now. I mean, go to the phone lines, and I mean, honestly, when Carrie likes it, uh, there might be something going on. So that's interesting. Um, and, and thank you, Carrie. I actually wrote her note. I said, "Thank you. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> so, uh, so that's cool. Sam liked it. Polo was off camera. I was going to ask him, so maybe he did that strategically, smart. Um, but uh, let me go to the phone lines. Let me see how you how you feel about it, Carol, Florida. What do you think? 
Oh, I just have one thing to say. Play it again, Sam. <laughs> well, that's very good. See, Key Largo. See what she did? I did. Like Bogey and Bacall, mm-hmm. it's the actual things. Play it again, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in that movie, he never says play it again, Sam. What does he say? He says, Sam, play it again. Oh, okay. But somehow we made it play it again, again, Sam. Sam. That's sort of what we say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mark, also in Florida, what do you think? Hey, I thought it was great. I'd also like to hear Somewhere Over the Rainbow versus They Raided Mar-a-Lago. Same number of syllables. It'll be easier for you to do. All right, go ahead. Sing it. I'll I'll hear some of it now. Go ahead. I don't have it, man. Oh, come on, man. Come on. That's all you want is the first line. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Whatever. Uh, You can do Judy Garland, right? Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, we might be able to do that. That's not bad. I mean, it changes everything about it. I can do what? I said, you really think you can do Judy Garland? But No, I would take it down and I would change it. I would not try to sound like Judy Garland. Mm, okay. Although I could. I mean, I'm a very good Judy Garland mm. imitator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I shouldn't do it. No, uh, Julie, Kansas, what do you think? Talk to me. Well, I'm glad that he mentioned somewhere over the rainbow because you know that's one of my favorite songs being okay. from kansas but nice. I, the only thing you missed on this was identifying as a woman because then you could have sang <laughs> they had took it all you know nice. that's what you needed to do you should have sent and me you that you could have done it well i you i could have. i julie i literally did do it but i did i didn't let you hear it well we need to hear that because <laughs> i mean it just shows how flexible you are in your ways of thinking. I'm, exa- you know, I'm, I'm extremely not, flexible. You don't have the blinders on. I don't. I don't. Uh, Julie, thank you. Julie wanted to hear me scream it. Julie belting it out. Mm. Ju- Listen, Julie wasn't playing around. I know. She was, I'm going <laughs> for it. I don't care. I'm on the radio. I'm going to do it. No. Uh, mm. Derek, Montana, talk to me. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Living the dream, man. What's happening? Uh, I, I, I like your, uh, I liked it pretty good there. Uh, I had a uh, uh, thought there about... Uh, uh, maybe uh, putting it in with uh, Margaritaville there from uh, George Strait. Uh, Margaritaville was uh, was was not George, it was Jimmy Buffett, but um, uh, Margaritaville. Many people sent me that, and um, and they suggested I use Margaritaville, and I don't know how. Uh, Carrie, can you think of how Mar-a-Lago um, fits into Margaritaville? Well, no, I was trying to do it. I it doesn't seem to fit, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean. I guess. I mean, generally speaking, people don't have a concept of the amount of syllables. And it, yeah. if it's the same syllables, I can probably go with it. Even using Mar-a-Lago and Key Largo, I had to add something to the, uh, or I had to take something away from Mar-a-Lago to make it fit sort of in the song. Uh, but no, Margaritaville just didn't make sense. Now, I do like the song. Who doesn't like Ste- that song? Stepped on a pop top or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. blew out a flip-flop, something like that. So, um, I mean, it's a good song. And I would like to make fun of the of Merrick Garland and the DOJ and Joe Biden. So we'll probably do more parodies, I would think, about Mar-a-Lago. Because, now, you're a news person. I'm guessing you agree with me that it's not going away anytime soon. No, absolutely not. That mm-hmm. raid is not happening. Nope. Now, um, does the raid have anything to do with the fact that I was there this year? I'm going to say it has zero to do with you being there. I don't know. I think I'm probably top of mind, to be honest with I the DOJ. I don't think so. No. After the parody, I don't it think be. you're on their radar. They might be coming after you after that parody. This is true. When when we come back, you want to do the education story when we come back? Because people are about to send kids back to school, aren't they? Yes. So let's do that. It's uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Make sure you stop by your favorite social media, comment on the parody. If you liked it, maybe I'll play it again. I'm going to play it probably at least one more time. And uh, we've got an education story coming up. Keep it here. 
This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Yeah, I think I, I, you're right. Somebody in my chat just said that um, that was Casablanca, not Key Largo. True. Two separate movies. Bogey McCall, Key Largo was that movie. All right. Um, I, I did a parody called it Mar-a-Lago. I'll play it probably hour three. It's, I'll play it one more time at least. I don't think I'll play it two more times. Uh, the comments on, on Twitter have been very, very positive. The one guy, though... The harmonies were horrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, really? There's Did you like the content? No. Did you like the content? Did you like, uh, you know, the theme? Did you like uh, how I created it myself and wrote it for you and sang it and everything? No, no. Harmonies were horrible. And again, I mean, I've got a good musical ear. In fact, I was a music major in college. So, I mean, I know when the harmony is wrong and it wasn't. So, just dumb. And maybe he says stuff like that so that I'll comment on the radio. Maybe he's uh, getting his jollies out of this. That could be. But, of course, what did I say back to him, Carrie? It's simple. Uh, did you say kiss my... Nope. I no? said get your ears checked. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's when somebody says I'm out of tune or the harmonies were no good, get your ears checked. Hmm. That's all it is. So again, uh, not the greatest thing you'll ever hear. A little bit of fun on a Tuesday, and I'm glad that I did that. All right, so kids are going back to school, and there is more of a push, I think, this year because of what we're seeing. And, and I don't know if you follow, again, you don't really pay much attention to Twitter, mm-hmm. but there is an account called Libs on Twitter or Libs of, oh, no, oh, it's yeah, Libs of TikTok. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Right, Libs of TikTok. She's on Twitter. The Washington Post found her to be so dangerous that they exposed this anonymous person who carries the Twitter account, and therefore she was threatened by a bunch of people and all sorts of stuff. I think she's made some sort of a partnership with the Babylon Bee people, and she's got like a million followers on Twitter, and all she does is she takes and doesn't alter them at all, takes videos from TikTok, puts them on her account on Twitter, and says, here's another teacher talking about the agenda in her class or his class or whatever. And it's uh, people pushing trans agenda, gay agenda, um, maps, which is um, minor attracted persons. Carrie, we can't call them pedophiles anymore. They're maps. No, no. I'm going to stick with pedophiles, actually. Yeah. So because of the woke attitude... And the fact that Libs of TikTok is exposing so many people that are getting paid on taxpayers' money to educate children. Um, more are, are looking at private schools. More are looking at homeschooling. More are looking at alternatives. And, and I hope they continue to because I need the public schools to get back to what their objective used to be. Just teach the kids. Don't indoctrinate. Don't sexualize my kids. Don't even talk to them about uh, sexualization. And then maybe we can have a conversation. But you've got a, a story here where you've got um, sex, the sex education curriculum in California has been announced. And I'm guessing it's going to be one that I would be very unhappy with. Correct. From the blaze, the California school district sex education curriculum includes a gender identity infographic 
to facilitate gender conversations with middle and high school students. Fox News Digital reported on Tuesday. A public records request revealed that Newport Mesa Unified School District purchased the program Teen Talk by Health Connected. This curriculum was taught to thousands of students in California. Health Connected offers two Teen Talk editions, one for middle school students ages 12 to 14, and another curriculum for high school students ages 14 to 18. Both versions promote gender-inclusive language. Included in the Teen Talk program was an image of a gender-bred person used to facilitate discussions about gender identity. The illustration included a heart labeled as attraction and a brain labeled as gender. The heart represented various sexual orientations. The brain represented gender identity. The video was also included with the Teen Talk program, which followed two transitioning teenagers discussing what it's like to be trans in high school. Teen Talk is typical of the many harmful Planned Parenthood-inspired comprehensive sexual education programs we have analyzed and scored 15 out of 15 for harmful CSE elements when analyzed using our 15 harmful CSE elements analysis tool. As Sharon Slater from Family Watch International, watchdog organization, told Fox News, as Slater explained the content in the lessons is labeled as an exercise meant to help kids clarify their values However, she argues that the actual purpose is to deconstruct children's values. Makes my, makes my face hurt. Why do I have to worry about all this crap? I just want to send my kids to school. And this is a unified school district, therefore it's paid for by the taxpayer. So simple question for those who are, are watching and listening. Very simple. Are you considering taking your kids out of public school? Are you considering... Even though you're still going to pay your property tax, you're still going to be paying for the schools, although they get less money because of the um, the headcount. The headcount in school is how much money they get per student. So that would go down. And maybe as a matter of necessity, your property taxes would go down. Don't, don't bet on that, but maybe it would if you were people going to school. But why would you possibly send your kid to an educational facility who is hell-bent on talking to children about sexual situations. You know, the term groomer was attacked on Twitter or by CNN or somebody last week or two weeks ago because when the libs of TikTok post these videos over on Twitter, and go follow that account if you're not, and, uh, and tell her that Joe Pag sent you. She's exposing people who are supposed to be educators talking about their sexual their sexual orientation, talking about their pronouns, talking about their trans status, telling kids you can be trans and we'll keep it quiet from your parents. And the response that you get on Twitter from people like me and Jack Pozobic and, and other conservative people who care about children and their safety, both mentally and physically, will say groomer, hashtag groomer. And CNN put out some sort of a definition, fact check, groomer is an attack, and insult to the LGBTQX plus IA or whatever um, people, and it is a, a, um, a horrible, it's negative, and, and again, it's an insult, shouldn't be used. Well, that's not true. Groomer simply means any adult that is sexualizing children or talking to children or putting children in a sexual position, and I don't mean by sexual position as if you're having relations, I mean in a position or situation where sex is being talked about or even further than that, because you know that there are pedophiles out there that want to do more than just talk about it. There is no reason whether heterosexual, 
homosexual, bisexual, I don't care what you are, there is no reason to ever talk about this in front of children. I don't care that you're a man married to a man and go to school and want to tell your children that you went canoeing with your husband. That is a sexualized situation or a living situation that is abnormal. Many kids wouldn't understand why you would have a husband and you're only saying it, in my opinion, to get them to ask you questions. Oh, what do you mean you have a husband? Can you tell us more about that? Because children are inquisitive. I don't know which of my teachers when I was growing up was married. I have no idea. Don't care to know. That, that isn't why I would get a good grade on a test or the final exam. I wouldn't get my scales right in band class if I knew that my band directors were married or not. Didn't matter. Didn't care how many kids they had. It's not that I'm mean and uncaring. This is not a personal relationship. This is an educational relationship where the teacher is the boss, the teacher is the person in authority, and the teacher is the one who should be giving knowledge, putting knowledge on children and allowing them to learn. When you're coming in and talking about, hey, by the way, in fourth grade, if you feel as though you might be the opposite sex, you might be... You might be a girl and you're a boy. You might be a girl and you're a boy. You might be a boy, you're a girl. Or you might be just non-binary. You can be that in my class and we won't tell your parents. Person should be fired. Possibly looked at for charges of mental abuse. Because, again, if, you want, if you're gay and you think of attacking gay people, let, let's use a heterosexual situation. Little girls in fourth grade. She's nine. Teacher walks up and says, hey, you know how mommy and daddy sometimes kiss? It'd be kind of nice if we kissed, wouldn't it? Oh, everybody's revolted by that. But if somebody who's in the LGBTQXYZ123 organizations, we have to just, oh, no, no, this is normal. You should tell them that you've got a husband. Or you should tell them that it's okay to hold hands. Or you can tell them that it's okay to change genders. But if a heterosexual does it, it's the most disgusting thing on the planet. By the way, Guess what? It's all disgusting. Do not sexualize our children. Don't talk to them about sexual situations. Don't talk to them about sexual orientation. Don't talk to them about gender ID. None of that is okay. And if you think that's an insult and an attack, then you don't care about children. Then you're the same as somebody who thinks that MAP is a real thing, a minor attracted person is a real thing. Simple question to those watching and listening. Are you considering putting your kids in private school. I contacted a local private school and uh, we put one of our children on, on a waiting list. And I'll keep on paying for the public school. The other child will stay in public school where I think she's getting a good education. I mean, that's a decision that's a hard one for parents because A, you don't know about everything that's being said in classes. A lot of this was, the cloak was taken off when we were doing online school. A lot of this was in hiding, it came out. And in fact, the teachers hated that parents could watch. And now, since DeSantis said this bill where you can't talk about what I just said you can't talk about, to anybody who's in, uh, who anybody who's, I think, age four through eight, now they're really coming out of the woodwork. I'll say whatever I want. I'll put my pride flag in my class, and I'll talk about my husband and how we're adopting a baby, and it's okay for two men to, to kiss each other. I mean, this, this is a situation that has to be honed in now And I'm actually kind of glad they're crossing the line because now we know who you are. And every single time I see one of these videos, my answer is, should be fired immediately. Never to teach children again. 
So are you consider? Are you reconsidering? Are you reconsidering? Okay, I've got a teacher in my uh, in my my chat room. In fact, she's my original moderator. She needs to take a breath, calm down. I said, in fact, teachers, in fact, in a part of Massachusetts, they wanted parents to be arrested, to make it illegal for parents to watch the Zoom class. So everybody take a breath. I have said many times that I hold teachers up on high. And teachers are the salt of the earth when they're doing it right. But we are now seeing so many come out of the woodwork that it's time to reconsider sending your kid to public school. It's time now to do that. Because a lot of people were had their eyes open to what the, what the educational and the curriculum system was when we were all stuck at home with COVID-19. Take a breath. Because I never said most teachers. 888-941-PAGS, are you considering public, uh, private school? Are you considering charter school? Are you considering homeschool? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We did do a parody today. I'll play it again, either hour two or hour three. I'll play it one more time. We've also got the clothier of Elvis Presley from Memphis. Okay, you'll see him. You'll see the clothes. You'll see You'll see some of the history. Make sure you stop by and, uh, and check out JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. That'll be next hour. And also, we've got uh, Grover Norquist on the program tonight to talk about this stupid bill that was just signed into law by, uh, by Biden. And it's a stupid bill that's going to raise your taxes. Doesn't matter how much you make. He lied. He said it wouldn't raise taxes on anybody making $400,000 or less. That is not true. It raises taxes on all Americans. So we'll get into that too. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving over how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish. After just a few seconds with that thunderstorm being on. Over 265,000 of them have already been sold. You know it works. Any odor will disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. Right now, save $200 on Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You're going to get three units for under 200 bucks. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. And they take up floor space. This doesn't. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, anywhere you need a fresh, clean air. And this is, again, it smells like a thunderstorm came through, leaving all that freshness. Save a bunch of money. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. Save 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3. Shipping is free. Make that happen and make it happen right now. A lot of people are very interested in this. And by the way, let me go on record. I want video cameras, live feeds in every classroom. In this country, if I'm paying for it, I should be able to see it. It's going to work twofold. Number one, make sure teachers aren't pushing politics, a political persuasion, sexualization, anything sexual oriented on our kids, period. And make sure they're also teaching right. I mean, they could be teaching false history for all we know. Most of them don't. Um, But secondly, it will also bolster any teachers complaint about students acting out that they can't prove. Students act like idiots. You got it on video. Boom, now you know why your kid was suspended. It's, it, it works both ways. It's easy. 
It's just like I'm for the body cam on, on police. It's going to protect the citizen, make sure the police aren't acting out, and it will protect the police when they have to take action if somebody lies about what happened. It's actually kind of simple. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to line one. Could be Brad in Pennsylvania. Hi, Brad. Hey, love you, Joe. How you doing? Thanks, man. What's happening? Uh, not much, Joe. Listen, I got two kids, man, in a Catholic school, so they they go to private school. I work hard for it, man. But uh, I moved here, man, 20, 25 years back. Being gay was a big deal. Next thing you know, Obama showed up and he threw cancer in this country. It's a cancer. Obama brought that up. He, he legalized that gay thing. And then next thing you know, that was an agenda, man. Now it's all normalized. Being gay is a normal thing. Now they're pushing the, the transgenders in school. Okay? And then I wouldn't give, and, and, and I'll tell you what, five, ten years later, that that thing will be legalized in this country. You are, mark my word, it's a cancer, and there is no cure for it. And it's Obama legacy. This guy have, uh, have put cancer in this country, and there's, there's no going back. And, and, and it's just going to get worse and worse, man. Brad, Brad, Brad I hear you, and I, I appreciate that. If you talk about the gay thing. Um, gay marriage was legalized under Obama. I think he got rid of Don't Ask, Don't Tell uh, in the armed forces as well. Um, when it comes to maps and when it comes to the trans stuff, already you're canceled from society if you complain about the trans stuff. You call Leah Thomas a man, if you call him William, you're in trouble. If you say the man should not be swimming with the women, you're in trouble. You can't say that on social media. You'll be deleted because they need the world to believe that it's normal and natural and okay. But when it comes to the map thing, you're right. They're presenting it the same way they presented everything that has become, quote-unquote, normalized. They're acting like being a pedophile should be okay, and the way you do that is you don't call it a pedophile. You call it a, a minor attracted person. There is some freak that lives of TikTok put up on Twitter the other day that she's sitting there saying, look, we have to realize that this is normal. Minor, No, it's not. It's actually disgusting. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to um, Carrie, who's in Las Vegas. Quickly for me, what's happening? Yeah, hi, Joe. I've been listening to you for years. Love Thanks. when AJ calls. Um, Thanks, man. A friend of mine's got a license plate that says one in 10 to let everybody know in the world that he's gay. Should I or should other people put heterosexual on our license plate to let people know that most people are heterosexual? But if we did that, then we'd be considered, you know, Intolerant. not understanding. Intolerant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, Carrie, let me answer you. I'll answer you on the radio. I don't have much time. Um, I don't understand why gay people or trans people or bi people or whatever are constantly advertising it. I don't know why they're constantly telling us their orientation, why they're constantly telling us, you know, their their gender ID, why they're constantly telling us their pronouns. It, it is force-fed on us, whereas everybody else doesn't do that. The vast majority of us never walk around saying, hey, I like the opposite sex. You don't do that. Doesn't make sense. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it here. Joe Pags.